joy. Three small letters, one big positive emotion. Y'all, if you find yourself frustrated by the challenges and setbacks of life and want to know how other humans like you are finding opportunities to experience joy in their journeys and outnumbering the negative experiences they encounter, well, this podcast is for you. So what are other humans doing to experience joy in their journeys? Hi, my name is Marianne DePuma, and I find joy in the journey by getting outside in God's creation every day, even if that's just sitting out front while my kids play in the front yard, just soaking up the sunshine, getting some fresh air, and enjoying God's beauty. I totally agree. Sometimes just getting outside, whether it's just sitting on your front porch, sitting in your backyard, having a bowl of cereal in the morning, it doesn't have to be some big planned outdoor adventure. Just enjoying the great outdoors feeling sunshine on your skin, hearing just the sounds of the outside, hearing life around you, that can be so amazing, just an amazing part of experiencing joy in your journey. And we'll hear more from Marianne um, later in our show. But we're celebrating a couple of things this month. First of all, we just celebrated Mother's Day. So to all my mamas listening to the show, thank you so much for your listenership, your support, and I hope that you had a tremendously blessed and very pampered Mother's Day. I was able to plan like a great surprise. It's so totally hard to surprise my mom, but my sister and my kids and I um, all decided that it would be a great idea to lift my mom's spirits who has uh, experienced some, uh, not, I wouldn't say loss of joy, but we are her joys, her babies. And um, she told, she misses us completely. And it's the first time um, in like my whole life that at least one of us, my sister and I, um, haven't been there to celebrate Mother's Day with her. And so we knew she was feeling a little bit down. And so I was like, Hey, like, why don't we surprise mom for Mother's Day? And so we took some orchestrating with my dad. There was a little bit of snafu with traffic and, and taking care of dogs and packing up, uh, three dogs and two kids. Um, (laughs) in a car and taking that six hour drive uh, to to see my mom but her face and her response was so priceless and I can just tell that her spirits uh, were definitely lifted and it definitely lifted mine and my kids we miss her Um, and so mom if you're listening I love you so much and I'm so happy that we were able to come down there and spoil you and just add so much joy to your mama journey um You know, life has its ups and downs, and sometimes challenges, they occur all at once. And when our world is turned upside down, it's normal to feel a lack of joy. And we talked last episode about how setbacks like health problems, losses, um, breakups, housing challenges, and other severe stressors or traumatic events can lead to a loss of joy. For some people, however, 
the lack of joy, it persists or appears out of the blue, and this may occur in a mood disorder like depression. And unfortunately, and more commonly in the U.S., most adults are going to experience multiple severe traumas and losses throughout their lives. And a loss of joy in these contexts is a natural part of the human experience. Yes, I said natural. It is so natural for us to feel like um, like we our joy meter is, is headed toward empty. And according to the Harvard Medical Publication, about 8% of all U.S. adults will experience depression in a given year. And approximately 20 of them will experience an episode of depression during their last lifetime that becomes a chronic uh, depressive disorder. So whether it's finding a sense of purpose or enjoying supportive relationships, the benefits on the mind and body are far reaching for finding ways to keep your journey, if keep your joy in your journey during your mental health challenges. Um, For me, supportive friendships have been a huge piece of my joy puzzle. My friend in Florida, my friend Marianne you heard from, my friendship with my sister, with my mom, even with my kids. It's so important to have people to pour into you, um, to pour into, uh, you know, serving other people is a a great joy bringer, um, at least to me in my life, on my journey with mental health challenges. Sometimes stepping outside of myself and what I'm going through to help somebody else um, helps me just remember how big I'm blessed. Um, And I've talked with y'all before about how joy and happiness are often uh, used interchangeably. So it's important to remember and understand that happiness refers to, you know, pleasure feelings, emotions. These things come from a situation, an experience, or an object, whereas joy is a state of mind. And there are things in this world that can really, really upset your state of mind. Um, Even when you are, you know, in a depressive episode, there are things that might bring you a temporary moment of happiness, but it's fleeting typically, and you go back into that depressive state of mind. But we need to have these happy experiences or ways where we experience happiness because those things help us to tap into a joyful state of mind. So if you've ever felt like you've lost your joy in the journey, I don't want you to freak out because you wouldn't be human if you didn't feel like that at least once in your life. Even Jesus experienced loneliness, he experienced sadness, he experienced grief and grieving and loss and clearly trauma. I mean, it's it's crazy to me how much of a stigma um, mental health challenges have in, especially in Christian circles, but you know, Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, he even experienced that too, but he knows it. And so going to him, especially in prayer and meditating on his word is also a great way to bring yourself joy and build anchors um, for yourself when you're going through joyless moments and adding joy to your journey. So if you feel like that or have felt like that, 
You're not alone. Everything is not lost. We can work on cultivating joy independent of our circumstances. So today on Joy in the Journey, we are chatting with my good friend, Marianne, who you heard from a few moments ago, who told us how she draws on her experiences and connectedness with the outdoors to find joy in her journey. And she is a fellow mom um, with some of the most adorable kids. I mean, these kids all have amazing eyes, Um, just adorable in general. Uh, full of energy, of course, but she is, is, is just a ray of sunshine herself. And so I don't know how she does it because I struggle with my two, but she, um, she lives real life and she does it in a very real way, but she is just filled with sweetness and her list of awesomeness just goes on. She's a fellow joy finder, um, who has been a passionate advocate for herself and for me as a friend when it comes to mental health. So I am so pleased that you all get to tune into our conversation today as Marianne and I talk about how to experience joy in your mental health journey. Hi, Marianne. Hello. Hi. Oh, so you're just getting over a cold. I feel like I was in that space maybe a week ago. Um, yes, it I, has been lingering and bouncing around from all of us and kiddos, uh, and then I start to feel better, and then I'm like, is this a new thing or the same thing? <laughs> what is happening? Just somebody's always sick. <laughs> it's so true. I feel like, um, so I avoided COVID for the first two years of it, and then I finally got it really bad after a Yosemite trip, and it's like ever since I got it, I feel like I have a new cold every other week. It's just yeah. really bizarre. Yeah. Oh, man. But thank you so much for interviewing with me on Joy in the Journey. I love having my friends on here. And uh, just a little backstory, Marianne is really one of my my well-retained friends from All People's Church in San Diego. Um, and I really, really just love the Lord for making that connection. Mm-hmm. It's totally unexpected, but I'm just so glad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um so I mean tell us tell us a little bit about you today we are talking about just mental health it's mental health awareness and you and I have definitely shared some pretty intimate challenges with that with each other so just tell us a little bit about you yeah yeah well thanks for having me this is so much fun and yeah I love you so much so so thankful for your friendship it has totally been a godsend um so yeah I'm Marianne I I'm a wife and mama. I have four kids now, um, three Ooh. wild boys, uh, seven, four, and three. Um, so back to back, just energetic and <laughs> feed off each other's wild energy. But it is so much fun. They just are my whole world and the joys of my life. I just love them so much. And then in December, we were blessed with our little girl and she's amazing she's uh gonna be five months next week oh my god and she's <laughs> just the greatest thing ever we're all just totally obsessed with her <laughs> she's the cherry on top <laughs> she is exactly. <laughs> um oh my goodness so like that has that's a lot first of all um yeah. so mine are 13 and 11 and I still struggle to juggle <laughs> with the two of them so I can't even imagine uh what that wonderful energy fest looks like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
but um, but we embrace we embrace the crazy oh my god I, that's really the only way to survive I think yes um so like tell us a little bit about your personal challenges with mental health as candid as you want to be yeah. like you know like when did it it go from just like man I'm like wore out and this is a rough day to I I think this is not just a rough day anymore like I think I'm actually experiencing something deeper yeah um yeah so for me I think you know I've always kind of struggled with worry and anxiety my whole life but I think it really got to a point where I was like this is this is deeper this needs to be addressed um probably like around 2021 um a little bit after like COVID had started I think that was a rough period rough patch for everybody yeah um and so on top of just you know the setting of COVID it kind of started with we had some friends um who like started deconstructing from their faith and that really like just kind of threw me in a really weird headspace and made me start like questioning my faith it ended up in hindsight being a super good thing um, because it really strengthened my faith and was a time that I went deeper with the Lord but in the beginning it felt really disorienting really just scary it brought up just a lot of like questions and um and a lot of fear and just like confusion and how could people who seemed like so solid and their walk and love for the Lord walk away from that and um, yeah it just created a lot of fear and anxiety Um, but again sent me on like a deep dive of apologetics and um, really yeah going deep with the Lord and it ended up being great Um, but it took time like it took probably two years from like when that initially happened and going on a process with the Lord and um, there were times that like, I just have like a memory of like crying in bed and Brandon came and was like, what's wrong? Are you okay? And I was just like, I don't know if I know who God is. Like, I'm oh. so confused. Like, oh my God. Tackling all these like big questions and a lot of questions, like our friends who are deconstructing were very like vocal about it on social media. And so they were raising all these questions and things that were really making me like, I never thought about that or um so at the time it was really rough um but so good and kind of God to expose those things that were like hmm I don't know like how to defend my faith in that way or I don't know why I believe that and um took me just on a deep dive into the word and pressing into the Lord and growing closer with him and coming out of it stronger but again at that time it really unraveled me and then on top of that while I'm still in that dark headspace and kind of dark night of the soul um, I actually lost a friend to mental health um, oh, and by suicide um, a fellow um, mama friend Jesus loving friend um, it was again it was a second like just wave of like disorienting like everything felt I can only imagine especially when you're like in a season of like okay god you're supposed to be showing me who you are so this is not a great start for you yeah Um, (laughs) yeah oh man I can only oh man that's that's really heavy yeah it was crazy I already I felt like I was 
already like struggling to stay afloat and then that happened and it just it wrecked me um that was something really painful to process with the lord um and from that it brought on um a lot of like started having like anxiety attacks physical symptoms of anxiety um trouble sleeping i started having intrusive thoughts like just it got really really dark and um yeah and so I was just like okay I like I want to address this and um so God so many I could go on and on it's a long story so (laughs) I won't take up all of our time you can tell me how much to dive into but a cool God story is just you know got into therapy got on some anxiety medication and really just put me in back into a headspace where I could begin to process in a healthy way and really was the first step to getting back on track um and and really growing in in with anxiety and mental health no I think that's so good and definitely not an overshare I think especially when it comes to mental health there's just a huge chasm in Mm -hmm. understanding what's going Mm -hmm. on and when you look statistically the U.S has like the highest mental health disease burdens among Mm -hmm. some high income countries. Mm -hmm. And especially because of our limitations on integrating it within mental health care. And it's really hard to find. Like, you know, I'm new in Las Vegas and, you know, not realizing that when you start over, you're really starting over, Mm -hmm. you know, like new doctors, new pediatricians, new therapists, and the market is super slim. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I totally... I totally appreciate how you didn't neglect the fact that you were facing these things. It was like the more they started to become a recurring theme, it was like, okay, I need to get some help. Mm -hmm. Even in the midst of shaken faith, you're still like, I need to get some help. And I'm not going to abandon the fact that I'm questioning or dealing with who God is in my life. I'm going to take that and still unpack that while dealing with this. Yeah. Um, And then find, you know, connecting with your spiritual side. Is, is actually something that they really do suggest doing when you are experiencing mental health struggles. Um, because when we join with something that's larger than ourselves, mm-hmm. we can develop those feelings of gratitude and compassion yeah. and peace. Yeah. Um, and prayer for us is a powerful way to modify those brain pathways. I don't know how much yeah. oh. um, you listen to, um, oh my God. Oh, her name totally escaped me. Caroline Leaf. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> I love you, all that stuff. Yes. <laughs> you know, those neural pathways and, and yeah. we, those are things we think about, but her visualizations and are so awesome. And I, you know, when I'm in those dark spaces, I start yeah. thinking about, okay, this is darkening literal trees of change in my mind. Mm-hmm. And the more I'm focusing on this area, I'm, I'm allowing this depression, this, mm. this day to like spread its tentacles everywhere else. Yeah. And even That's though it takes a, a little more work, you could like reverse that too. So yeah. man, it's just, it's tough. So, you know, there are, I think there are like a few sides to mental health. It's, it's such a kaleidoscope of it's so complex, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. um, especially when having kids and having to be in charge of the mental health and well-being of other humans, mm-hmm. it's really hard to even think about how you're feeling in that day. Um, yeah. And a lot of times it just ends up building up. So what are some ways that you actively try and take care of your mental health while balancing wife and mom mm-hmm. and yourself? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And um, again, like just being so, I'm so thankful for like this dark night of the soul season because it's given me like out of it have come all of these tools and resources that God's equipped me with to do exactly that, to, um, you know, balance mental health and family life and um, really sent me on a deep dive into mental health and into exploring like there's so many resources and um, like you're saying Caroline Leaf like I love everything that she talks about in the brain and just brain health and um, so I I really um, rather I mean for a while it kind of scared me but, <laughs> but now I'm like enjoying it and looking at it of like no how can I like learn about this and uh, this isn't something to fear like God made our brains and wired our brains and so um I have just enjoyed learning about a ton of resources and tools um just from reading things or listening to podcasts or going to therapy um but some some simple things that I think everybody knows but like really really putting them into practice like good sleep and making that a priority like and I, I think about things so differently than I did before this happened, before, you know, 2021 and really going into a dark mental health space. Now I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to go to sleep and stop scrolling Instagram, you know, not just because I'm going to be tired the next day, but because this, how is this affecting my mental health? You oh, know, the discipline. Is, yes. <laughs> Yes. And, and I think having, when you're in that, when you've experienced that low, you're like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to do anything to jeopardize that. Like, exactly. I'm going to get my good sleep. I'm going to, you know, and I'm not perfect at this. I'm not saying like, oh yeah, I do this. Great. But, you know, things I'm working towards, things that help, um, yeah, getting good sleep, um, eating well, taking supplements. I've been loving learning about like adrenal fatigue and addressing those issues and then also bringing in like you said like the spiritual side of things like spiritual disciplines and gratitude and journaling and and really being in the word and just praying and like talking to God about mental health and realizing like he again like he he made our brain he knows how it works he knows what we're going through um you know there's nothing that we're experiencing that is outside of you know his sovereign rule and reign and so just that brings me a ton of peace. So praying about it in the yes. midst of kids screaming and changing diapers, like <laughs> yes. I can be talking to the Lord when I'm having ruminating thoughts or intrusive thoughts, like, okay, how does the gospel shape these things? Like, that's not who I am. Like I'm a new creation. Like there's no condemnation in Christ. Like what scripture can I meditate on? Um, yeah. just, yeah, flipping it back, um, flipping it back to the Lord in prayer. Um, I think prayer is really my, my anchor and probably my number one, um, sanity resource yes. in the mental like, health craziness I of balancing love- kids, because it's like, you can do it. You know, you don't have to have a quiet moment to get away and do it. You can exactly. do it in the moment. Absolutely. So true. There's a song, um, an artist from like the nineties that I used to listen to Francesca Battistelli. And she has oh. this song called, this is the stuff. And that those are those little things. It's driving us nuts, but if you take the time 
while the baby pees on you when you're changing their diaper and you're like god please help me just finish this diaper change like those are real prayers that you could be having it doesn't have to be deep and, and like all all the right words but like god, i'm so mad that i just got peed on i'm just trying to be a good mom yes. <laughs> you know but it's the stuff that he uses to remind us just how big we're blessed but i thank you so much for for joining me today and just reminding us that you know joy is it's three small letters like i say but it's one big positive emotion and loss of joy can be a sign of a mental health problem or it could just be like a normal response to life but finding purpose and learning and knowledge is power both spiritually and you know um just in, on intellection um changing routines all those things they help bring joy in the mental health journey and you definitely have been a godsend friend with mine and having a person in my community who I can be real with about mental health things so please always know just how much I have valued you in this part of my life and I cannot wait to connect with you and have you back on our show again thank you friend love you and feel the same before we uh, go friend is there anything that you would say or advice that you would give to our friends who are maybe struggling to find joy in their mental health journeys there who are struggling with finding joy in their mental health journey I would encourage you that you are not alone that there is always hope and there are so many amazing resources out there Um, don't be afraid to be vulnerable connect with friends, family, or therapist, whoever um, feels like a safe space for you. And um, just be real. Be um, not afraid to say whatever um, your mental health journey looks like. And that's where people are going to be able to come alongside you. And as I did that, I was so encouraged to know and to hear people say, oh my gosh, me too. Or I've been there. And um and there's joy in that community and in just um, that resiliency and you're going to persevere. You're going to grow stronger from it. Healing is not linear. It There's ups and downs. So don't lose heart. Um, yeah. And find little, little things to celebrate victories, good days. Um, you know, write down something that you're grateful for. Um, before you go to bed every night or, you know, just little things, little nuggets of joy, little hope anchors that you can cling to. Um, and yeah, that is going to help in, in finding joy in the process of mental health. Wow. Friend, thanks so much. I feel like I, I love that statement that, um, growth is not, or, or, you know, like overcoming, um, these mental health challenges and, and these setbacks in our mental health. It's not, it's not linear, the, the process to come out of that and to come into a joy mindset. And it really is all about the little things and the joy they bring. Well, I'm so encouraged just by this and just by you. So thank you so much for coming on friend. Love you. Have a great one. Thanks, you too. Bye. I'm always so encouraged by the people that I do life with, and I hope you are too. 
you know, May may be Mental Health Awareness Month, but it's a daily opportunity for us to take care of ourselves and really keep a pulse on what we're feeling. If you or someone you know is dealing with a mental health setback and needs help with substance abuse or mental health or suicide prevention, SAM, SAM HSA or um, yes, SAMHSA.gov has resources to help. There's also FindSupport.org, um, .gov, sorry, and it's an online guide that helps people navigate through common questions when they're at the start of their journey to behavioral health and better mental health. Um, you can find user-friendly information on topics like finding healthcare support, how to set up an appointment, types of treatment and providers, how to help somebody else. And that was, again, findsupport.gov and samhsa.gov. Joy is three small letters and it's one big positive emotion. And I pray that you're experiencing joy in your journey. And if not, I hope this show um, helps you be encouraged and get the bravery and courage to go um, get help for you or somebody else um, if you need it or if they need it. Until next time, cheers to finding joy in your journey.